You are listening to a message from Victory Alabang. Get the latest updates by visiting victoryalabang.org or like us on facebook.com slash victoryalabang. We are in a series called uh, The Great Exchange. And this is going to be a five-week series. This is already our third week. Um, so if you want to know more about the past um, weeks, natin, you can uh, download our app, right? So you can just search there, uh, Victory Alabang. <laughs> nandun, nandun rin kami, Las Vinas, alright? So for that, for if you want to know the things we natin, because this is a really, really good topic. Right. Actually, this year is, is going to be an interesting year because all of the topics that we had laid out for the year, all of the preaches that we have laid out this year, is in a way, ano, um, you can learn it in a theological standpoint or theological class. Like last series, we had a word view. Pinag-usapan natin about the Word of God. And nandito na tayo, pag-usapan natin about salvation. And we are here as we deliver these doctrines about the Christian faith in a way na not in a class setting, pero that you'll be, we will be able to capture it in our sermons. Because at the end of the day, ang goal naman namin dito, every time we preach, is not for you to have more information. I believe that God's intention for us, if indeed we will have information, is so that we would appreciate more who Jesus is at ating mga buhay. So ngayon, going back, the Great Exchange, this is going to be a series about the Christian doctrine that we call soteriology. Soteriology comes from two Greek words that said that is one is soter, which means savior, and logos. Logos, where the word uh, which means um, um, issue, topic, or knowledge. Kaya kapag na, nung na high school tayo, di ba, meron tayong class na, ano, biology. It's a study of life, di ba? Biology. And now we're going to talk about the Christian doctrine that talks about, ano, uh, salvation, which is soteriology. Bakit ba natin kailangan pag-usapan ang salvation? Salvation is a very uh, common topic. It's a very common word in, in Christianity. Probably every week you would hear us say about salvation in your victory group. You'd hear about salvation. Every time uh, when we hear songs, probably you, we would, you would hear or, or see in the lyrics the word uh, salvation. Bakit ba natin kailangan to pag-aralan pa? And also, bakit kailangan limang linggo? Pwede naman natin pag-usapan ng isang upuan. And yun nga, every week naman, mini-mention. Because I realized that there are times that, that we know certain words, pero hindi naman natin nauunawaan kung ganong kalalim itong mga bagay ito or ganong kalaki yung implication ito. Because sometimes when we talk about salvation, we treat salvation that it is a visa for us to go to heaven or a ticket for us to go to heaven. And after that, tapos na. But we realize that salvation is not just a ticket or a visa for us to go to heaven, but also salvation, when we understand uh, salvation, we would realize that, that the power of God, the salvation that He has given us, is not only meant for us to wait and go to heaven, but while we are here on earth, habang hinaantay natin yung pagbabalik niya, through the grace that He has given us, that we can live victorious life. So that's the reason why we have five weeks. 
para ma-appreciate natin to at saka para ma- malaman natin ano ba yung implication nito sa akin buhay ngayon. Na estudyante ako, na 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 I'm a family man, meron akong trabaho. Anong implication ngayon ng salvation na pinag-uusapan natin when it comes to to my life. All right? So last week pinag- uh, two weeks ago, pinag-usapan natin yung salvation plan. That's the topic for uh, two weeks ago, yung sinumala natin that God had a plan. And also, last week, we talked about from being guilty that the great exchange from, that we were once guilty, we are guilty of our sin because of the original sin. Tapos doon, the great exchange is because what Jesus did on the cross, we are now redeemed and forgiven in Christ. And right now, we will be talking about from death to life. Also, in this, ano, in this um, topic today, pag-uusapan natin or sasagutin natin yung tanong na are people by nature good and evil? Matagal nang tinatanong yan ng mga, ng mga or a debate between philosophers and theologians that are we really yung natural state ba ng isang tao as ay mabuti o masama? So this is going to be exciting. I'm really excited for this as we, uh, as I share the word to you. We will be reading from Ephesians. By the way, this series, dito sa sering to, we are focused on the book of Ephesians. And if you can open your Bibles, Ephesians 2, verse 1 to 10, babasayin natin to, sabay-sabay. Okay, let's read it all together. One, two, three. And you were dead in the trespasses and sins in which you once walked, following the course of this world, following the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that is now at work in the sons of disobedience, among whom we all once lived in the passions of our flesh, carrying out the desires of the body and the mind, and were by nature children of wrath, like the rest of mankind. But God, being rich in mercy, because of the great love with which He loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace, you have been saved and raised us up with Him and seated us with Him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, so that in the coming ages, He might show the immeasurable riches of His grace in kindness towards us in Christ Jesus. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not your own doing, it is the gift of God. Not a result of works, so that no one may boast. For we are His workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Let's bow our heads and pray. Lord Jesus, we just want to thank You for this time, for this opportunity to be with our brothers and sisters in Christ. Lord, thank you, Lord God, for the opportunity to learn and, and hear from your word. Holy Spirit, I pray, Lord God, that you will minister to the hearts of your people, Lord, that we would understand and appreciate the salvation that you have given us through Christ Jesus our Lord. And this is our prayer today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. The great exchange from darkness to light. Yun binasa natin um, chapter 2, for us to appreciate it. Kasi uh, we have to understand yung unang mga binasa natin for the past two weeks. And like I said, 
I really, really, really like this. I appreciate this series. Um, kaya pag pupunt, bago tayo pumunta sa chapter 2, yung binasa natin ulit, uh, let me just give you some highlights ng mga, mga discuss natin for the past two weeks that I really, really like. Ephesians 1.3, sabi dito, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. How many of you like that verse? Diba? That you have been blessed in Christ in every spiritual blessing. Kung, baga, kung sa tingin mo that hindi ka blessed and you are in Christ, you have made Jesus Christ our Lord and Savior, this is a verse for you, a reminder that you are blessed in Christ. Not only just one blessing, but in every spiritual blessing. In verse 4a, sabi dito, He chose us in Him before the foundation of the world. Sa simula pa lang, He has chosen us. And also in, in, in verse 5, sabi dito, He predestined us for adoption. Kasi tayo nga, we are, namumuhay tayo dito sa mundo, a corrupt world, a world where, where there are a lot of trials, there are a lot of testings, a world where there is wickedness, there are a lot of killings, ganyan, there's a lot of sin. But God's intention is to adopt us. Alright? So ang ganda, ang ganda nun. And verse 7 to 8, sabi dito, in Him, we have redemption through His blood. And that was explained last week. Kung gaano ka-importante yung redemption ng Panginoon para sa atin. According to the riches of His grace, which He lavished upon us. That God's grace, well, it says here that He has riches of His grace that He lavished upon us. Ano yung, ano yung ibig sabihin ng lavish, di ba? Lavish, lavish, sobra, sobra. That grace is not just available by the time that we made Jesus as our Lord and Savior. But when you go to work tomorrow, there's grace. When you go to school tomorrow, there's grace. Probably you will feel that, pero pagdating ng Wednesday, you would say, wala nang grace, gitna na ng linggo. But let me tell you, God's promise here is that He has lavished His grace upon you and me. In other words, there, there is hope. Kumbaga, may, may pag-asa, di ba? There is, because He has grace that He has lavished upon us. Um, and last, is pang verse na, that I like in verse 11, sabi dito, in Him, we have obtained an inheritance. Di ba? I don't know about you, but here, the word inheritance is something amazing for me. Di ba? Yung meron kang makukuha. Itong magbibigay ito, hindi lang yung, yung magulang natin, hindi lang ito yung, yung lolo o lola natin. Ang magbibigay ng inheritance ito is God. Paul was laying all these things na sobrang encouraging. And this is true. Hindi siya naglolo ko, hindi siya naglilip service sa kinakausap niyong mga uh, Kristiyano. But he was reminding them of their identity na ganito kayo. And I hope that we would be reminded as well. Pero after reading this from chapter 1, if you read the whole chapter, it's really established that who we are in Christ, biglang nag-nosedive siya sa chapter 2. Medyo nagbago siya. After saying all this thing, iba yung sinasabi niya sa chapter 2. And going to our scripture, sabi dito sa chapter 2, And you were dead in the trespasses and sins. After saying all these things about who you are, that you have been adopted, that you have been predestined, that you have an inheritance, bilang sasabihin ni Paul, you were dead. Why were you dead? Because you were dead in your trespasses and your sins. When Paul was talking about uh, you were dead, he wasn't 
saying that you are physically dead because obviously his audience was alive, but he was saying that you are spiritually dead. And when we talk about sin, the meaning of sin is, is missing the mark because God is a holy God. He is a standard. And for us, uh, when we miss that standard, that's sin. When we fail to do what He has called us to do, we start to sin. And the reason why sin exists is because of the original sin which happened in the Garden of Eden when Adam and Eve disobeyed God. Because of their disobedience, napasa po sa atin yung kasalanan. And that's the reason why we are dead. We are dead. A dead person is incapable of living. A dead person is incapable of saving themselves. There's this book and TV series entitled The Walking Dead. Siguro uh, some of you know that. Kumbaga, sobrang nagisikat siya, especially when it came out. Um, if we're going to look at the Walking Dead na book and TV series, ang una nating iisipin is this TV series is all about zombies. Right? It's all about the zombies. But then the author and or the writer revealed that The Walking Dead is not really about the zombies. It's not really about the story of the zombies in the comics. But the Walking Dead series is about the people in the comics who are surrounded by death and in a way, because death is everywhere, in a way, they are living a life as if they are just trying to wait for them to die as well. Or in other words, they have a hopeless life. They are hopeless. They are in a hopeless situation. They are in a hopeless case. Because spiritually dead people have that in their hearts. What does a person who is spiritually dead Look like basically a person who is dead spiritually has no hope. Walang pag-asa. Kumbaga, sa buhay niya, hindi yung sa buhay niya na wala siyang pag-asa, pero sa puso niya, siya mismo, wala, nagagaling sa puso niya, walang pag-asa. And moving on, it says here, in which you once walked. You were dead in the trespasses and sins in which you once walked, following the course of this world, following the prince of the power of the air. And in verse 3, it says, among whom we all once live in the passions of our flesh. So here, in the succeeding verse, in verse 2 and 3, it shows us that if you, you are a dead person because you are influenced or you are easily influenced by three things. And these three things are the world, uh, prince of the power of the air. Every time the Bible would mention that, it talks about Satan. And also, it talks about our passions, passions of the flesh, or in other words, yung cravings, yung desires natin. These are the three things that it says, because we are dead, we are influenced with these things. Ano ibig sabihin nun? When it comes to the world, that we are influenced by the social uh, standards and values of the world. Kung gusto mong umangat sa buhay, what's the standard of the world? Kailangan 
maging ano ka, maging sakim ka, kailangan mag-hoard ka, ganyan. Kung, kung ano ba yung system ng, ng world, kung gusto mo maging in sa isang grupo, kasi for example, bago ko sa trabaho ko eh, kung hindi ako makikisama sa mga kasama, sa mga kaimpleyado ko, tapos yun meron silang gawing, alam kong hindi nakaka-honor kay God. Kung hindi ko sila samahan, sasabihin nila, KJ naman ako. di ba? So ako, sasama na lang ako para I can relate to them, makasama, kumbaga hindi nila sabihin sa akin, KJ, okay lang yan. That's the standard of the world. Okay lang yan. I believe that, that a person who is dead only makes excuses. Kumbaga, we are uh, as long as I'm able to do what I want, cravings of the flesh, it's okay. Okay lang if I'm going to have, uh, if I'm going to sleep with, with my girlfriend, mahal ko naman siya eh. Mahal ko naman siya. Kumabuntis ko man siya, pananagutan ko naman siya eh. That's the mindset or how a person who is dead thinks. Yes, pananagutan mo nga siya. Pero, yes, mahal mo nga siya. Pero ang tanong hindi naman about kung mahal mo siya o hindi eh. Ang tanong is, nakaka-honor ba yung kay God? Sa tingin mo ba matutuwa si, si Lord sa ginagawa mo? And of course, they would say, yes, because I love her. Reasoning of a person who is dead, spiritually uh, dead. Why is it hard sometimes for us to, or for people to worship God? Or why is it sometimes hard for people when, when we encourage them to read their Bible? Why is it hard to lift up our hands? Probably because we are dead. When it comes to worship, when we come here, it doesn't mean that every time we come here on a Sunday that we are alive. We can come here because we got pressured by our friend or our, our sa, sa pamilya natin, but our mind is on different things. Because our minds are dead. We are dead. A person who is dead, hard to grasp, thinks of God. As a result of this, because we are dead, Paul says here that we are, by nature, we are children of wrath. Or in other words, uh, he's already, it's a pronouncement of judgment. That we are going, to, as a person who is dead, our destiny is to experience the wrath and judgment of, of God. Or in theology, ito yung tinatawag na doctrine of total depravity. No good work. No good deed, nothing in our own self. We can never save ourselves. We are totally uh, depraved. Every part of human person is tainted by sin. It doesn't necessarily mean that tayo mga tao, we are not capable uh, of doing good. But you know what? That our capability of being good, yung kakaya natin, para maging mabait at saka para maging mabuting tao, will never compensate, will never compensate the evil that is dormant in our hearts. Natutulog lang po yun. Because left on our own, kapag wala kang kasama na nakatingin, left on our own, alam mo yun, meron kang gagawing hindi maganda eh. Tayo, kasama ako. Left on our own. 
And I believe that's the reason why there is like this church community, the reason why there's victory group. Because we know that left on our own, we can do things that will not honor God. That's why we would always pound and encourage people to be part of a victory group. Because we know that, even as pastors, we know that. That's why we, are always, uh, we, ha- we always check on each other. Because left on our own. Yes, we can do good. We, like this, we, we can donate. That's good. Those things are good. But at the end of the day, if, if that will be the basis of us having a pro- approval for God, it's not it. Scripture says all our righteous acts are like filthy rags. Basang trapo. All our righteous acts are like filthy rags. Sometimes we do good works to compare ourselves with other people. Diba? Uh, I'm going to do good work kasi ibang mga tao, mga loko-loko, si Raulo, basto. So ako, to compare myself, para mas magaling ako sa kanilang konti, I would do good works. Or kumbaga, we, we would compare ourselves to other people. Or the reason why we do good works, so that we can hide the things na alam natin meron tayong mga ginawang hindi okay. It starts to become a facade or, or parang make-up, ganyan, na tinatago natin yung kadumihan natin. So that's the reason why sometimes we do good works. And I believe that as Paul was saying this, you were dead. So he was saying, you are dead. Kumbaga, yes, you can, you, you can do good works, you can try to do good works, but that will never be enough for you to go to heaven. Or that will never be enough for you to go to God. Because a dead person cannot do anything. Diba? Nakahiga lang yan sa, sa ataol. <laughs> a dead person will, will, will not move. He is, he is incapable of saving himself. There is a story about um, uh, Yehiel Dinur. Okay? Yehiel Dinur. Maganda to. A small, Yehiel Dinur is a small, frail Holocaust survivor. Do you remember your history, Holocaust? This was the time the German Nazis ano, uh, executed hundreds, if not thousands, of um, Jews. All right? So, Yehiel Dinur, a small, frail Holocaust survivor, was called to testify at the trial of Adolf Aikman. Ito po si Adolf Aikman. Alright, hindi yan si, si Dinur. Okay, at the testify to trial of Adolf Aikman. Adolf Aikman is the mastermind of Nazi Holocaust. Okay? Siya yung may mastermind yun. Paano torturein, paano patayin, ganyan. Probably mga gas chambers sa kanya yung, ano, yung nanggaring firing squad in how to execute uh, Jews. When Dinur entered the courtroom and was face-to-face with uh, the man who orchestrated the brutal murder of millions of Jews, including the many of Dinur's personal friends, uh, when the eyes of the survivor met the eyes of the mass murder, the courtroom fell silent. Nanahimik. Probably people were waiting. Nakita niya nag-eye contact yung dalawa. They were waiting. Okay, what will happen next? Diba alam yun, parang awkward, awkward moment, ganyan. Kaya mangyayari ngayon. But then, uh, Dinur suddenly collapsed to the floor, sobbing violently and uncontrollably. Why? Probably he was mad at this person. This person probably, he had uh, a desire for vengeance, a desire for hatred. Probably gusto niyang patayin yun. 
yung taong yun during that time. But the Noor explained this reaction weeks later in a 60 Minutes uh, interview. He explained that Aikman did not look like an evil monster. Hindi siya mukhang mamamatay tao. Sinabi niya ni Dinor, Aikman, this guy does not look like a monster, does not look like a, a mind that has a mass murder uh, uh, ano, uh, tendency, but he looked just like any ordinary person. Any ordinary person that you can see in church, any ordinary person that you can see in the mall later, any ordinary person that you can see in a restaurant, any ordinary person that you can be with in your campus or in your work. Ordinary person. Then he said, this is what he said. I realized that evil is endemic to the human condition. That any one of us could commit the same atrocities. Any one of us. So he concluded, Aikman is in all of us. Aikman is in all of us. The tendency to be evil is in all of us. Like scripture says that by nature, natural, that we are children of wrath. And probably this is an encouraging thought for you. You are not alone. <laughs> Sabi dito, like the rest of mankind, all of us here has a tendency to fall victim to be evil. If, just, if we are just placed in the right environment or if we are just on our own. Like the rest of mankind. Why? Because we are broken. Like a piece of glass, like a wine glass. Imagine all of us dito meron tayong wine glass. Sabay-sabay natin ibagsak. There are two things na marirealize natin pag sabay-sabay natin binagsak yun. We realize that all of the wine glass is breakable. We also realize that iba-iba yung kung paano nabasag yung mga, kung paano nasira yung mga wine glass na hawak natin. And you know what? That is our state as well. That we may be different from each other, but all of us are breakable. We are broken people. We, are, we can be broken physically, emotionally, spiritually. We, are, we have insecurities. We have... Uh, uh, Manners that we know that does not honor God. We have sexual uh, tendencies na alam natin we can not, that does not bring or sexual attractions and behavior that doesn't bring glory to God. One broken person can be very very violent, but on the other hand, one broken person can be very immoral. We are destined to hell because of our sin, because we are dead. Again, dead people are incapable of saving themselves. But not everything is bad because this word of Paul does not end there. In verse 4, this is probably the, the, one of the most amazing words that Paul said. Two amazing words, so simple yet so powerful. After saying that we are dead in our sins, that we are slave to the world, to Satan, and to our flesh, we are children of wrath, Bilang Paul would shift. And he said this, But God, you are 
dead in your sin, you are gaito ganyan ganyan, then he would go in verse 4, he would say, but God. But God. It is a sign or a statement of intervention. Alam niyo yung pag nagda-drive kayo, mga nagda-drive dito, ako nainis ako sa may mga nagka-cut eh. You know, man, sumisingit. But then, ito, you're saying, but God, parang si God nagkakat sa'yo. But this is a good thing. Kasi alam naman natin, kapag si God ang nagkat sa ating buhay, blessings will follow. Diba? But God, how many of us here, or how many of you here, need a but God moment in, in, in your lives? Here, we can see, we were, Paul was saying, we were dead, we were sinners, but God being rich in mercy. Sa kanta kanina, made away, di ba? Because of the great love with which He loved us. We were dead in our sins, but God, instead of wrath, He has given us kindness. Instead of captivity, but God has given us freedom. Instead of death, but God has given us life. Because He is rich in mercy. Last week, we talked about the richness of His grace. And moving on, even when we were dead in our trespasses and made us alive together uh, with Christ. So amazing sinabi niya yun, di ba? God intervened. A but God moment happened even when we were still dead in our sin. He did not say there that we were, there, has, there was a but God moment when we started to become good, to be nice, started to worship God. But here, sabi dito, when we were dead in our sins, He has made us alive. And I guess some of us, we have to realize that we may be trying here right now to be good, to be nice, and we are having a hard time trying to gain the approval of God. But Paul was saying here that the good that we have or the good things that we have is not because or the reason why Christ came here is not because we are good, but because we are indeed sinners. When Christ came here, that was the but God moment. But God, when we were dead, He had made us alive. By grace, you have been saved through faith. Mamiya, pag-uulitin yan, yung by grace in verse 8. But what makes you alive? Ano ba yung nagbibigay sa'yo ng buhay ngayon? Is it the finals PBA game? Is it having the thought that you're going to, to have a, a vacation somewhere? Is it the thought, ah, my sale, wow, di ba? May sakit ka, pero pag may sale, game, kung nabubuhayan ka ng dugo. Is it when you see a very nice movie? This week, nakita ko yung second trailer ng Avengers. So I'm so excited for that. Or is it when you watch a movie, di ba? When I saw it, yung, ano yun, uh, The Greatest Showman, di ba? I mean, di ako kumakanta, pero napapakanta na rin ako. Minimemorize ko yung kanta, napapasayaw, ganyan. What makes you alive? And those things are not bad. When you watch a movie, you enjoy, ganyan. When you go to vacation, at tomorrow, alis kami, ganyan. may vacation kami. Thank you, Pastor Sunny, sa approval. Alright? So, may, we're going to enjoy that. But the question is, at the end of the day, because these are only temporary, pag tinanggal sa'yo to, will you, will your, ikaw ba, will your soul and your spirit would be downcast? Parang patay? Parang, ah, hindi ako pinayagan ng mag-leave eh, pag mag End of the world na. Ganun, di ba? Or, is your, you are still hopeful. Even if you did not get what you want, 
that you are still alive because you know if there's going to be one thing that makes us alive is knowing that I am once a sinner and I have been saved by Christ, my Savior. And as we move on, verse 6, I dito, and we were raised up with Him, that we were made alive together with Christ by grace. You have been saved and you were raised up with him, I, when I was studying this, I was reminded of my daughter, si Hope She's three years old. For example, nasa labas kami, tasya may nakita siyang aso. Tasya lumalapit. Pag malayo, okay lang. Pero pag yung aso lumalapit na, lalapit sa akin, pasasabi niya, carry, carry. Okay, carry naman. Or we are in a place na unfamiliar sa kanya, maraming tao. Carry, carry. O, sige, carry. But every time I would carry her, kumbaga, she, I can see in her eyes that she's secure knowing that his father is carrying her. And I believe that probably this is the message and what God is wanting to tell us. That when we were, before we were dead, we were hopeless, but because of what Jesus did, because of the intervention, because of the, but God, because of the cut that he did in our, in our life that is going towards uh, destruction already, because of that intervention, he had made us alive and he raised us up. And say, okay lang yan, anak. Be secure in my arms. It even moves on. It says that uh, we, are, ano, uh, we are seated up with Him. Just stress the fact that, that it is really, we are saved by grace. Kapag nakaupo ka, when you are seated, you are not doing anything. When you are seated beside a, a person of authority, you just sit beside that person, and diba, you would listen, ganyan. And, and here, as we're talking about us being saved, that, that God is telling us na when it comes to your works, all right, or when it comes to your salvation, you just have to be in my presence. You don't have to work for your salvation. You don't have to work for you f- to gain my approval. Because Ako naman yung nag-initiate eh. Ako nga yung nag God. The reason why you are here in my presence right now is because you have accepted me as your Lord and Savior. It's not about good works, but about His initiation in, in loving us first. So that in the coming age, He might show us the immeasurable riches of His grace and kindness towards us in Christ Jesus. Immeasurable. What a powerful word. Immeasurable. Sometimes we are see, ang naisip natin that God will bless me if I, get, if I have all of these things. But we don't realize that there are certain things that God has given us na minsan nakakalimutan natin. We are, we should be thankful for the little things that God has given us. Kaya nga, this year, what I did in my Twitter, I don't really use Twitter Last year, but this year, I, I, I had a theme. Sabi ko, sa lahat ng Twitter messages ko, I will, what I will do is the theme will be counter blessings. So every day, I'm going to post something that is a blessing that I realize that a blessing from God. Because sometimes we would say na blessing to kapag nakakuha kong iPhone 10. Alright? Or yung bagong ano, uh, uh, Galaxy 9, alright? So yun, blessing to if I have a nice house or a, a, a lots of a nice car, ganyan, blessing to. But then, we, 
we, we miss out on the small things that God is blessing us or giving us. That's the reason why it's a good practice that every day, even the smallest detail, that we would count our blessings so that we would understand how indeed immeasurable the riches and the grace that God has given us. Romans 5 verse 8, it says, But God shows His love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. While we were still sinners. While we were enemies of God, the Bible says, Christ died for us. While we were still doing that sin that we did a few days ago, Christ died for us. While you did that sin na alam mong nakakahiya, ganyan, Christ died for us. He did not wait for us to be a good person, but while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. In Ephesians, uh, in verse 8, ito yung famous verse that we usually read, For by grace you have been saved through faith. Inulit niya ulit ni Paul, just to stress what he's saying. And this is not your own doing, it is the gift of God. Not a result of work, so that no one may boast. It's a free gift. A gift is free, for, uh, but uh, the reality is uh, a gift is free, and for the receiver, I have a choice if I am going to receive it or not. Question is, have you received that free gift that God has offered, that new life? that He is offering to you and me. But in reality as well, a gift is not really free. Dahil when we buy gifts, diba, free yon sa makareceive. Pero sa akin, pag ako yung bumili, hindi yun free. In the same way, it costs God something, which is His Son, Jesus Christ. That's the reason why when we read this text, we, would, we should appreciate what God did for us. I cannot imagine giving up my daughter to, to, to save other people. Giving up the life of my daughter to save other people. But God was willing to give His Son. And Jesus was willing to go to the cross so that we can have a relationship to the Father. Not a result of works. If, good works, if salvation is about good works, probably heaven would be a place full of arrogant people. Siguro ang dami doon nagsabi, oh, nandito ako kasi naging mabait ako sa magulang ko. Oh, nandito ako kasi nag-donate akong isang milyon dito sa charity na to. It's all about good works. Heaven would probably be a place full of arrogant people, tsaka parang palengke. But good thing, as scripture says, that it's not about our works. But it is a, it's the grace of God. Healthy five words that you should tell yourself is this. This is, is that I should be in hell. I should be in hell. The reason why if it's healthy is that if you are here and, and you know that you have made Christ your Lord and Savior and you wake up and you say, I should be in hell. I should be probably dead by now. I should be pro- I should probably, yung, siguro pamilya ko, naghiwalay na. Hindi ko alam kung saan ako directionless, ganyan. I should be in hell. Then you continue on, but God. I should be in hell, but God. I should be in hell, but God has called me here. I should be in hell, but God used this person to invite me in church. I should be in hell, but God used a person to minister to me. But God. And then we would appreciate the riches of His grace and mercy para sa atin. 
And if we're going to look at it, kung hanggang verse 9 lang to, if we read all of this, that we were dead and then we are alive, diba? but God has made us alive in Christ Jesus our Lord. If we're going to read it there, parang tapos na eh, parang okay na sana eh. Pero meron tong ano eh, but wait, there's more moment. Hindi pa natatapos dun si Paul. He started on, after saying these things, he went on, for we are his workmanship, in, uh, created in Christ Jesus for good works which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. That we are God's workmanship. The reason why that God saved us first is yes, He loves us. He was, kasi ginawa niya tayo eh. But also, the reason why, the other reason why we have a but God moment is so that we can show to the world, pakita sa mundo, that our God is truly alive. That our God is truly living. And the only way for the world to see that is when we show them that when our lives become a spectacle to the world, maging show sa buong mundo, hindi naman show na parang umaarte ka lang. Pero it's a demonstration. Yung buhay natin maging demonstration na ang Panginoon ay buhay. That when they see na meron tayong pinagdadaanan, but yet we can smile, na nakikita nila sa atin that we have still hope. Miski meron nangyari sa ating masama, that we are still hopeful, na, na hindi tayo parang overwhelmed by our problems because we know at the end of the day that, that God's grace is sufficient. We are His workmanship. Ginawa tayo ng Panginoon. We are designed to do good works. Problema sa good works, okay, is that yes, we are designed for good works, pero so, the problem is we use our good works to go to heaven for us to have salvation. But that is not the design of good works. The design of good works is to be a spectacle to the world that God is indeed good, that God is a provider, that God is a God of peace, that God is a God of hope. But good works is not used, is not meant for us to have favor with God so that we can go to heaven. Good works are just a result of our fellowship and relationship with God. At saka ang galing na sinabi dito that good works which He has prepared in advance before us. My daughter, uh, I, I realized that, that if you are going to involve someone, it shows how much you care for that person. For example, my wife, when she cooks, there are times that she would involve my do- our daughter. That, that kapag may kailangang i-mix, ipapamix sa kanya. Miski minsan matagal, matrabaho, or pag yung hard-boiled egg, papabukas sa kanya. Pero I believe that diba, if someone tries to invite you to somewhere, oh, sama tayo dito, punta tayo dito, ganyan, that that person is involving you. Parang that, that kumbaga meron yun sa puso natin, wow, ni-invite ako ng person nito, di ba? And here, God is saying that we are His workmanship created, created in Christ Jesus for good works which God has prepared beforehand. That He is inviting us to be in the plan na meron siya para sa atin. Lord, talaga, Gusto mo akong isama dyan? Eh di ba sabi, sabi nga sa Bible, di ba, I am an enemy of God. That I am rebellious. That I, yes, ano, Lord, I fail from time to time. Nagkakamali ako. Baka mamaya, sabihan mo, meron kong paggawa sa akin. Baka mamaya, maging palpak. But yet, God is not afraid if we would fail. Di ba? It is a, a declaration as well of, of His love for us. That even if we're not perfect, He's willing to use us. We are created to do good works. 
but we don't use our good works for us to be saved because we can never save ourselves through good works. And that's also the reason why that we have, like in last series, we had an established class, diba? When it comes to the word, how to read the Bible. I also believe that this is also a good time because I believe some of you, some, you know that you have a heart for God, but you don't know, how can I share this salvation, uh, this good news to other people? Nahihiya ako. Or parang kulang pa yung pagkakaalam ko. And that's the reason why we have established class. And, and even in this, uh, in this series, we have basically decided that this was going to be a good foundation for everyone who is willing to share the gospel to other people, to understand the, the depths of salvation and its implications sa buhay natin. So I hope you, you can join us in March 27. But moving on, grace and mercy. God has prepared all of these things to us that we should walk, that we should walk in them. And Paul ended saying that we were dead and you once walked in, 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 in the wor- ways of the world, in following the, the devil, in, in the ways of the flesh. But now he was saying, now that you are a new creation and God has prepared an amazing plan for your life to do good works, walk in them. Paano ko magagawa yun, Pastor? Eh, I'm, yung nga, hindi nga ako perfect eh. Baka mamaya pumalpak lang ako. Baka pumalpak ako. That's the goodness of the grace of God. In Titus 2 verse 11 to 12, sabi dito, For the grace of God has appeared, bringing salvation for all people, training us to renounce ungodliness and worldly passions and to live self-controlled, upright, and godly lives in the present age. Yes, hindi mo nga kaya. Pero dati yun. Kasi dati, you are a dead person. But now that you have accepted Christ and the Holy Spirit is in you, there is an immeasurable amount of grace that is given to you to renounce ungodliness and to, and to, to live a life that would honor God. Kasi before, you are dead, nakakulong ka lang, talagang wala kang magagawa. But now that you have been set free, you can now, you already now have the power to, ay hindi, ayoko niyan. Because it would not bring honor to God. Ay gusto kong gawin to kasi it will honor God. Kumbaga, you are now set free from the power of sin. And as I'm about to end in John 3, there was this teacher named Nicodemus. Nicodemus was a teacher, a Pharisee. Sobrang talino niya. Memorized niya scripture. But at nighttime, the scripture says that he went to Jesus. Siguro nahiya. Kasi nga, yung ibang mga Pharisees ayaw sa kanya. Kay Jesus, pero siya, pupunta siya. So... At night time. And then this teacher of the law talked to Jesus. He asked Jesus, how can I have eternal life? How can one person have eternal life? And Jesus answered him, John 3 verse 5 to 7. Jesus answered, truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born of water and the spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Do not marvel that I said to you, you must be born again. You must be born again. Jesus was saying to Nicodemus, if you want to enter the kingdom of God, you must be born again. Not born again religion, but born again because you were dead in your sin. And God is offering that through Christ, 
you will be born again so that you will have a new life, so that you will be alive in Christ. Born again is not about a religion. Being born again is not about a religion. At least the scripture says that. Being born again is because we are dead in our sin. And the only way for us to enter the kingdom of heaven is if our spirits have been born again. I'm glad Jesus came here to get us out of that pit of deadness. He gave us the ultimate exchange, the great exchange, from being dead to to having life. So if there's one thing that I want to leave you guys this, we were dead in our sins, but God has made us alive in Christ so that we may be able to live for His glory, so that we can be a spectacle that this, this God gives new life. Amen? Right now, I just want to do this. As we have talked about this, Ephesians, I believe that this is a good way to declare His goodness as we read Ephesians 2 again, okay? We will be reading Ephesians 2, verse 1 to 10, but this time, this time, if you have made Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I want you to read it in a way that you are indeed alive. And you were dead in the trespasses and sins in which you once walked, following the course of this world, following the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that is now at work in the sons of disobedience, among whom we all once lived in the passions of our flesh, carrying out the desires of the body and the mind, and were by nature children of wrath like the rest mankind. But God, one more time, but God, for the last time, but God, being rich in mercy, because of the great love with which He loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved, and raised us up with Him, and seated us with Him, in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, so that in the coming ages He might show the immeasurable riches of His grace and kindness towards us in Christ Jesus. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and it is not your own doing. It is the gift of God, not the result of works, so that no one may boast. For we are this workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Let's bow our heads and pray. Lord Jesus, thank you for this time, Lord God. Lord, we acknowledge, Lord God, that we are indeed dead in our sins, Lord God. We are dead in our sins. But Lord, thank you that you made a way that all our things, all the good things that we do, Lord God, those are just our dead works compared to what Jesus did on the cross. Jesus, thank you for being obedient to the Father, to going to the cross, have giving us that but God moment that you have turned our lives, Lord God, from, from, from the inside out. Thank you, thank you, thank you for, for giving us, for renewing our hope, for giving us a new life. And thank you as well, Lord Jesus, that even if, even if we would fail from time to time, even if sometimes, alam namin, bibiguin ka namin, Panginoon, thank you that you are still allowing us to be used by you, that you are willing, that you are not afraid 
for us to fail, that you are not afraid if we would fail. Wala nang wala sira na yung pangalan mo or or sira na sira na kami, Lord God. But yet you because of the richness of your mercy and grace, you are willing to to use us, Lord God. Lord, I pray, Lord God, that we would be always reminded of our state of deadness to the new life that you have given us. That we would be reminded that we, that we should be in hell. But God, but you have saved us through Christ Jesus our Lord. Maybe you're here right now and you are going through something and you need a God, a but God moment sa buhay mo. Probably, there's, when it comes to finances, wala na laman yung pera mo, but you need a but God moment. Probably, you're going through depression and you are saying, I need a but God moment. Probably, there's decision making, anything. If you are here and you're saying, Lord, I need a but God moment, I want you to lift up your hands right now. Lord, you can see our hands, Lord God. You can see these hands. Lord, all of us, like broken glasses, Lord God, that, that iba-iba yung pagkabagsak namin, iba-iba yung sitwasyon namin, Lord God. But thank you, Lord God, that you are willing to intervene in our lives, Lord God. That whatever, whatever that we are going through, Lord God, that you can indeed supply whatever we need, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, that you are willing to do that, not because of our good works, not because we are trying even to be good, Lord God, but because you yourself loves us, Lord God, because you yourself is good. Lord, thank you, Lord God, that I pray, Lord God, that it would be evident in their lives, this but God moment, na kailangan nila, Panginoon. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. For the last time, last prayer, if you are here and you're saying that I haven't made Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, that is why my situation parang patay. God is offering His new life to you. If you want to make Jesus Christ your Lord and Savior, for you to have a new life, I want you to pray this prayer after me. Dear Heavenly Father, I admit that I am dead because of my sins. Jesus, I acknowledge what you did on the cross for me, that you died for my sins. And on the third day, you rose again. Jesus, from this day onward, I accept you in my heart as my Lord and Savior. Change me, renew me to the person you have called me to be. And I accept this gift by faith that now I am no longer dead but I am alive in you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.